Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning, but adjust it for your time zone. Um, Most, well, Mountain Time is 7.40, Texas Time is 8.40, and Michigan and East Coast Time is 9.40. With that being said, thrilled to have you with us this morning. We... um, do these calls Monday through Friday, and if you ever miss them, you can pick them up on SoundCloud, S-O-U-D, C-L-O-U-D, and put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, M-A-L-O-M-A-S, I almost missed the last letter there, and put in TR90, and these calls will pop up. They're archived back nine years. The last several months, we've actually been putting not only the host name, but the topic of what was on the call as well, so if you're looking for a particular call that you've missed, then um, besides the host name and the date, you'll be able to look it up by topic. With that being said, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I am a educator by trade, but been in Newt Skin since mid-2009 and just absolutely fell in love with the TR90 program. And just for me, it worked. Um, my personal story is that by the time I'd gone on the TR9, gone through six months of the TR90 program, I had lost over 20 body inches. And in the process of that, I also had a huge, huge reduction of having migraines. So that's my personal story. I think the migraine part actually had to do with the balancing of the hormones and with um, the supplements that came along with the TR90 program. But I just absolutely adore it as a lifestyle change and it is really fabulous. And it worked for me, which the TR90, uh, which R90, which was the immediate predecessor to the TR90, did not do. Um, they had everything but the supplements in that program, and that, and I really do think the supplements make a huge difference when you're first starting out. So that TR90 program is one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein or more at at least three of those meals. Very important. The higher the quality of protein, the better... Um, better results you'll probably see. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. Um, That's also one of those critical things. Uh, Making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables and taking those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if if it is at all possible. If it's not possible, take them with your meal because um, better to have it with your meal than to forget it and miss it and get to the next meal and go, gee, I should have taken that. Um, With that being said, uh, seven to nine hours of sleep daily, staying hydrated, which is also another key um, to weight loss or staying healthy because dehydration a lot of times masks as hunger. So many times when I think I'm hungry, I'll actually drink eight ounces of water, see if that, and wait for about five minutes to see if that's it. And if it's, if it's, that's not it, then I'm, and 
the time looks about right, then it's probably I'm hungry and looking for food. Planning your meals out also is a huge is of a huge benefit. So, as usual, I'm always looking for things to share with you about that will help support that Tier 90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called The Fat Chance, or Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. It's written by Robert H. Lustig. That's L-U-S-T-I-G. MD and MSL. Uh, he also wrote the Fat Chance Cookbook. And yesterday I was talking about why we need to think of fructose as the toxin. And today it is more about it is more about is carbohydrate a carbohydrate is a carbohydrate or is it? Carbohydrates are not created equal. There are some different graduations, gradations of fat. There are different gradations of uh, carbohydrates based on the metabolism. To illustrate how this works, consider the following exercise involving the metabolism of three different carbohydrates of equal caloric value, in other words, 120 calories, glucose, ethanol, which is a grain alcohol, and fructose. Despite the absolute necessity for life, dietary glucose isn't perfect. When it exists in nature without fructose, it's called starch, and it truly does not supply empty calories for energy or for either storage or for burning. But the Atkins Paleo and Caloric Restriction Adherence will all tell you that the glucose molecule has three metabolic downsides, all of which do damage over time and necessitate the limitation of its consumption. To demonstrate this, let's consume 120 calories of glucose, a half cup of cooked white rice, 20% or 24 calories will enter the liver, whereas the rest will be metabolized by the other organs in the body. And here's what happened. Glucose metabolism is insulin-dependent. Consuming glucose raises the glucose level in the bloodstream, stimulates insulin release, which promotes energy storage into fat cells and causes weight gain. The over, number two, the overwhelming majority of glucose in the liver will be, cre- will be directed towards forming glycogen or liver starch, which is not harmful to the liver cell, but will also keep the liver from releasing glucose into the blood, preventing diabetes. Third thing, a small starch of a small amount of glucose will be te- metabolized by the liver mitochondria for energy. The fourth thing that happens, any excess glucose in the liver that is not shunted to glycogen and not metabolized by the mitochondria for energy will instead be converted to triglycerides. High triglyceride levels in the blood can promote the development of cardiovascular disease. And number five, glucose can bind to proteins in the cell, which causes two problems. The first, when the glucose binds to proteins throughout the body, the proteins become much less flexible, contributing to the aging process and causing organ dysfunction. 
And the second, every time a glucose molecule binds to a protein, it releases a reactive oxygen species, or ROS, that can cause tissue damage if not immediately mopped up by an antioxidant in the parasym. Like all things, glucose will, in excess, can be bad for you, especially when it lacks fiber, which limits the insulin response. However, would, you would have to consume a lot of it over a long period of time for glucose to have these detrimental effects. In general, large amounts of glucose, starches such as pasta, white bread, rice, etc., will cause you to gain pounds but won't make you sick. Rather, if over time you gain too much weight from glucose, the visceral fat that is formed will eventually take its toll on your health and um, will eventually take its toll on your health. But when you consume the same amount of calories as either ethanol or fructose, you get a much more of a bang to your liver more like a hand grenade, and it all it takes is that is all it and the toll it takes is that much faster. Ethanol or the grain alcohol is naturally occurring byproduct of carbohydrate met- metabolism called fermentation. Upon ingestion of 120 grams of ethanol, for example, a one and a half shot of 80 proof hard spirits, 10% or 12 calories is metabolized within the stomach and the intestine called the first pass effect. The 10% and 10% is metabolized by the brain and other organs. The metabolism in the brain is what leads to the alcohol's intoxicating effects, approximately 96 calories each reach the liver, four times more than the glucose. That's important as the detrimental effects are dose-dependent. One, after the ethanol enters the liver in high doses, it can promote ROS, which um, is that, let's see, where did I see that? Which is that reactive oxygen species formation and cell damage. Number two, in contrast to glucose, which went to glycogen, the ethanol goes straight to the mitochondria. Number three, any excess gets turned into fat by a process called de novo new lipogenesis, so new fat making. The lipid buildup can lead to the liver insulation, insulin resistance and inflammation. If this process continues, it can eventually cause alcoholic liver disease this is a super fire, a surefire prescription for a slow death and at best a liver transplant, which is number four. Number five, alternatively, the lipid can exit the liver and take up residence in the skeletal muscle where it will also induce insulin resistance and can cause heart disease. And number six, Ethanol enhances its own consumption by acting on the brain's reward pathway. When this goes out of control, addiction sets in. 
Thus, for the same amount of calories of ethanol is more likely than glucose to cause chronic disease. Now, fructose. Fructose is never found alone in nature, and rather it is always partnered with more benign sister molecule glucose. They both have the same chemical composition of C6H12O6, but they are hardly the same. Fructose is much worse. Let's start with the Maillard or Browning reaction. This is the same reaction that turns hemoglobin in your red blood cells into hemoglobin A1C, HbA1c. The lab test that the doctors follow to determine how high a diabetic's blood sugar has risen over time. The reaction product is brown. This is the result the reason that bananas turn brown with time and also why barbecue sauce caramelizes the meat underneath when it's exposed to heat. So you can brown your meat at 375 degrees for one hour or you can brown your meat at 98.6 degrees for 75 years. The result is the same. The fructose drives the Maillard reaction seven times faster than glucose. This seems... A seemingly subtle difference can cause every cell in the body to age more rapidly, driving various degenerative processes such as aging, cancer, and cognitive decline. There are dozens of studies that now implicate fructose as a major player in causing metabolic syndrome. And in fact, it's, the fact it's metabolized a lot like ethanol. Now let's consume 120 degrees of sucrose, 60 degrees or 60 of glucose and 60 of fructose. For example, an eight ounce glass of orange juice. As I mentioned before, orange juice is just as bad as soda, if not worse. The 60 grams of glucose do the same 80 split, so 12 calories of glucose will enter the liver, but unlike the glu- with glucose, which can be metabolized by all of the organs, the liver is the primary site of fructose metabolism. Therefore, although the kidney has the capacity to metabolize a few calories in rare cases, give or take the whole 60 calories of fructose end up in the liver. So the liver gets a 72-calorie dose, triple the amount as with glucose alone. The unique metabolism of fructose can induce each of the phenomenon associated with metabolic syndrome. One, triple the dose means the liver needs to triple the energy to metabolize this combo versus glucose alone, depleting the liver cell of andesine triphosphate, or ATP, the vital chemical that conveys energy within cells, ATP deletion leads to the, de- to the generation of the waste product, uric acid. Uric acid causes gout and increases blood pressure. The second thing, the fruit, fructose does not, does not go to glycogen. It goes straight to the mitochondria. Excess acetyl-CoA is formed, exceeding the mitochondria's ability to mat, uh, metabolize it. The third thing, the third is the excess acetyl-CoA 
leaves the mitochondria and gets metabolized into fat, which can promote heart disease. Number four, the fructose activates the liver enzyme, which is the bridge between the liver metabolism and inflammation. This inactivates a key messenger of insulin action leading to liver insulin resistance. Five, the lack of insulin effect in the liver means that there is no method to keep the glucose down, so the blood glucose rises, which can eventually lead to diabetes. Six, the liver insulin resistance means the pancreas has to release extra insulin, which can force extra energy into fat cells leading to obesity. And the fat cells that fill up most are in the visceral fat, the bad kind associated with metabolic disease. Seven, the high insulin can also drive the growth of many cancers. Eight, the high insulin blocks leptin signaling, giving the hypothalamus the false sense of starvation and causes you to eat more. Number nine, fructose may also contribute to the breakdown of intestinal barrier. Normally, the intestine prevents bacteria from forming, entering the bloodstream. This intestinal breakdown can lead to a breach in the walls of the intestine. The result is the leaky gut, which could increase the body's exposure to inflammation and mar- more of the reactive uh, oxygen. This worsens insulin resistance and drives insulin levels even higher. Ten, the fructose undergoes the Maillard or the browning reaction seven times faster than glucose, which can damage cells directly. Although the experiments are in their infancy, preliminary results suggest that in a susceptible environment, fructose can accelerate aging and the development of cancer. And number 11, and the last one, data on fructose and dementia in humans are Currently, correlative and indirect, however, the data on insulin resistance and dementia show clear causation. African Americans and Latinos are the biggest fructose consumers and those with the highest waist circumference, which is a marker for insulin resistance. Coincidentally, they also have the highest risk of dementia. So with that, we've gone way over again today. I apologize for that. I'm going to take a soft mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Tomorrow we'll have Frank and I'll be back on Thursday and we'll have Victoria on Friday. At the top of the hour, which is in about one minute, if you hop over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our wonderful leaders will be sharing information on how to build a new skin business. And with that, this is Susan Mann for 2020 21 November 23rd, signing out. So now we get to figure out which type of glucose we want. (laughs) Thank you. That was really interesting and very scientific. Uh, yeah, this this book seems to be very heavy on scientists, and part of it is, I think, because he's a medical doctor that's trained in science. It makes it makes it interesting to see what the connection is and yeah. how to why we really should be working to avoid sugar in all of its forms and some of the other things as well. <laughs>
So, yeah, we, we, we don't want to brown our fat <laughs> and cause, cause uh, or brown our muscles and cause problems. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, listen, have a great day. I hope it's brighter in your area later this morning. <laughs> and, it should be, but, it should be, but we're going to expect a little bit of showers. It's just that they haven't arrived yet, so. And that's good because since I'm starting a new pet sit, getting the dog out for a walk when it's not raining is optimum. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, you have a great day. I will. You too. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. And for everybody else, I'm signing out. Hope you have a great day. Remember to get that 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise in, especially since this week. We're probably going to overindulge a little bit on Thursday, and a little overindulgence is not bad. We just need to keep it within reason. With that, I'm signing out. Bye.